securing our border is absolutely critical to our districts. I'd argue that every city and every state is a border city and border state, whether that's the fentanyl and the drugs that are coming over, whether that's the over 800,000 illegal immigrants that are having to be displaced and spent and, and sent all over the country, or whether that's the 80,000 unaccompanied children. They're not just they're not staying in Texas. They are literally going to all 50 states, all 50 states. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. You are correct, sir. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean, six minutes after nine. You know, I was in a really good mood yesterday because I had a really fun weekend. I had a three-day three, three day weekend. Went to Houston. Saw a baseball game. Ate some food, did some stuff. Uh, so I wasn't in a, my usual, you know, crappy mood. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually in the crappy mood today. Chris, t- today is my I hate everything day because I, I hate everything. I just, I hate everything. I'm so sick of everything. So today's, uh, I'm swapping out Tuesday for Monday this week. No, it's SOP. What's that mean? Standard operating procedure. Yeah, yeah. I hate everything. And um, let's go to uh, Colorado. And it is pronounced Colorado. Uh, Silverton, Colorado. Uh, we have uh, the mayor of Silverton, Colorado, whose name is Shane Furman. Shane Furman. Shane, Shane, Shane Furman. And uh, <laughs> they're, they're doing a, having a trustee meeting, which in Silverton, Colorado, is uh, the same thing as like a city council meeting. You know, so that's basically what it is. And uh, uh, he 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 doesn't like the, the pledge of allegiance because it upsets people. It's offensive, I guess. And so uh, he just decided to ban the pledge of allegiance at city meetings. And, uh, uh, well, you know, the trustees weren't really having any of it. They, uh, they, uh, uh, gave something of a reaction to, uh, Shane Furman's banning of the Pledge of Allegiance at trustee meetings. And, uh, and then, uh, uh, after, uh, he gets a reaction from the other trust, from the trustees, he gives another reaction. We're going to play the audio now, if we could, uh, from Silverton, Colorado. I'd like to make one comment. I'd like to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. I'd note that that's out of order. And, uh, we did have a one-strike policy. I'm not going to ask everyone to leave tonight, but if something like that happens again, we will. Oh, God. And tackling and, and other things like that are also out of order. So please don't ask me to make people leave. Oh, God. What a pencil neck, man. What a freaking nerd. Did you hear that guy's voice? Yeah, that's calling it. He should be fired and, you know, he should resign or be fired or dragged out of office. And I agree. So the guy bans the Pledge of Allegiance. The trustees say the Pledge of Allegiance anyway, and then he comes back like a freaking nerd, like a nipplehead. He comes back. Well, he is, Chris. That's what he is. The guy's a nipplehead. I don't know how else to put it. You don't make me, I know he's three strikes and you're out. You don't make me ask people to leave. That wussy voice of his. This is why I don't live in Colorado anymore. I just, uh, they're all like that, man. They used to be such a tough state, independent. I mean, I love the, what the trustees did, you know, in defiance of Mayor Shane Fangman. Said the damn Pledge of Allegiance anyway. <laughs> but then to come back in that wussy voice and say, you know, don't make me, I'm going to have to, like, I don't want to have to ask anyone to leave. But I will if I have to. Where's your hall pass? I mean, I said no pledge. Didn't he sound, that was my initial thought, he was like a hall monitor in school. Remember the guys that nobody liked? And they wore those stupid straps around their their bodies with a little hall monitor badge on it? And it was always some nerd, because nobody cool ever wanted to be a hall monitor. 
Only little jerks want to be hall monitors. You know, you don't have a pass to go to the bathroom. You're just in the hallway, and I'm going to have to go tell somebody. I'm going to kick your ass after school. You know what I mean? <laughs> you don't want me saying what? You don't want me saying the, the Pledge of Allegiance in America. I'm going to kick your ass after this meeting. I'm going to kick your damn ass. God, man. The, the, it, it, the thing about guys like that is he has no idea what a, what a dork he is. You know what I mean? He has no idea. If you, I actually thought it was Adam Schiff at first, you know. Adam Schiff is the same kind of dude. I think we need to impeach Donald Trump again, even though he's not president. Because I don't like him and he's a meanie head. Ugh. I, I, think, I think they should have just bum-rushed the guy and given him the wedgie of, of a lifetime. You know what I mean? Like The, the entire trustee just, come here, you. Have a silver t- Silverton swirly. Ow! Ow! My butt crack! You know, I mean, seriously. They should have given that guy a wedgie that was three miles long. Should have driven him to the Royal Gorge and just grabbed his tidy whities and dumped him over the edge. Like all my sideburns. <laughs> you can't say the Pledge of Allegiance because it's offensive to people. Can't do what? I'm going to give you a wedgie that you're going to need therapy to forget, you know? God, man. I hate everything. I just do. I hate everything. This is the kind of guy you want to go. I want to go to Sil- I want to. I'm going up. I'm driving up to Colorado in uh, September, I believe. My kid's got to play. Uh, I need a road trip, test out the new ride. So I, I'm going to roll on up to Col- I got to stop by Silverton. If this guy's still mayor, I should just go to the mayor's office, just like smack him upside the head. What the hell were you thinking? You know what I mean? Just smack him up. Just, come just smack him upside the head. And then give him a wedgie and leave. That's from Texas, buddy. <laughs> Texas size wedgie. Right. That's why I don't live in no damn Colorado anymore. <laughs> Once Jared Polis became the governor, I'm like, I'm so glad I left. Oh, my God. Talk about another nipplehead. You know, seriously. Jared Polis. You ever see that guy? What a biscuit. He really is. What a, that guy. Ugh. I knew Colorado was doomed when uh, when Jared Polis. I used to interview that guy when he was, he was the city council guy in, in Boulder, which is a crappy little hippie town that smells like, you know, Pot and ruin, you know. So I, I, once Jared Polis became governor of Colorado, I'm like, well, that's it for Colorado. You guys are screwed. Actually, when Hickenlooper became governor of Colorado, I was like, you guys are screwed. It's over. It's over for you, Colorado. And then Jared Polis gets into the governor's match. It's like, oh, God. I'm Jared Polis. I'm the governor of Colorado. Want to smoke some pot? You know. <laughs> Oh, and by the way, you know, I'm not going to explain how I know this, but your pot sucks in Colorado. There, how's that make you feel? All right. Uh, so what do you think about it? Well, it's because it's legal don't mean it's good. Um, <laughs> low-impact cannabis. Well, I'm saying, you know, you, 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 drive, you, you leave DIA and you start heading up into the front range there, and you could eat all along that road. I can't remember the road now, but it smells like grass because all the, all the dispensaries are on that one road. But, you know, it doesn't mean it's good. I'm saying, I, I have friends who, who told me that. Uh, so what do you think about Shane Furman, the mayor of Silverton? Shane Furman. His, even his name sounds nerdy, doesn't it? You know what I mean? I'm Shane Furman. Shane. I picture him sounding like, remember that character Pat on Saturday Night Live? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> what a dork, man. I didn't like Pat because her partner was Chris. Chris, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, what, your thoughts on a United States mayor of some crummy little town in Colorado, all by his lonesome, you know, being a little Hitler there and deciding that they're not going to say the Pledge of Allegiance. But then people said it, and this is something, this is kind of what Mike Pompeo was discussing. 
Uh, was it Breitbart he was talking to? Uh, I don't remember. Mike Pompeo, former uh, uh, Secretary of State, saying, you know, we need more pipe hitters. We need, we need, we need more average citizens standing up against this woke crap. This is, I'm paraphrasing. But he's right. Talk all these people showing up at these school board meetings. You know, where the, 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 they get a whole bunch of dorks sitting there, you know, and talking about critical race theory. Sit down. I'm going to shut your mic off. Don't make me shut your mic off. You know, we need to stand up, man. Stand up against the woke a-holes of the world. I don't know how else to put it. I'm serious. It's, 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 that's the only way. Wherever you are, you have to stand up against it. Where it, Me, I do my bit here on the radio every day. I tell you exactly what I think, and that's what we all need to do, because this woke stuff is, you know, we got to put an end to it, man. We, we just got to get rid of it, man. 210-599-5555. This is Jamie Markley, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. I hate everything. News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. Why are you liberal pukes such jerks? I, I guess that's what I really want to know. You know, you're such nerdy jerks. You really are, man. You're no fun at all. Good God. 210-599-5555. I'm serious, man. The theme of today's show is, why are liberal pukes such jerks? Nerds, jerks, dorks. Now, we, uh, Chris and I were just talking about this Chelsea Wolf who is a BMX freestyle rider? Is that is that an Olympic sport now? Is that like a huffy bike? Is that what she she's devoted her life to riding huffy bikes? Is that what it is? BMX freestyle rider Chelsea Wolf uh, qualified as an alternate <laughs> to, <laughs> to represent the U.S. at this year's Summer Freaking Olympics in Tokyo. First off, I think the Olympics are boring as snot, and I don't watch it. These aren't sports that anybody cares about normally. It ain't baseball. I know a lot of you are upset by me saying that, but I don't care. I don't watch the Olympics. I never have. It's boring. It's dull. Okay? It just is. All right? I don't know what a shot put is. Um, but anyway. <laughs> I know. It's a really heavy ball. Uh, so BMX freestyle rider Chelsea Wolf wants to go to the Olympics on her Huffy bike so she can burn a U.S. flag at the podium for all the trans children that were hurt and or damaged during the pandemic. My goal is to win the Olympics so I can burn a U.S. flag on the podium. This is what they focus on during the pandemic. Hurting trans children. This uh, was uh, a Facebook post uh, that uh, shared a link to a pink news story about the Trump administration's stance on transgender girls and female. So, I mean, they're what a true competitor, right, Chris? There's somebody who, man, is really. Yeah, you want to win the you want to you want to win a gold medal at the Olympics so you can stand there and burn the flag of the country that got your ass there. Because I guess Chelsea Wolf is trans. She's trans. Okay, first off, there's no such thing as a trans child. There's a lot of child abuse in that regard, but there are no trans kids. Okay, there just aren't, man. And I look, you know, you know me, you know me. You know, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm your average liberal's worst freaking nightmare, okay? Because I'm a weirdo, okay? And I, I do, I take from both sides, right? Well, Chris is laughing, but I am. You know, I'm artsy fartsy, but I'm also conservative, okay? They, they don't, you can't. That's why it's really hard for them to cancel me because they don't know what to cancel. All right, and I, I, I support a gay marriage. I, I, I don't march in pride. I don't go to pride marches, all right? I'm not going to get a stinking rainbow tattoo to my forehead, but, I mean, I, 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 I'm more of a, hey, you just live your life and let me live mine. I'm that guy. 
and I and I I I you know have supported anti discrimination stuff for gay people my whole stinking adult life. All right, I supported same sex marriage. I did. I still do. All right. But I don't give a crap about the trans community. I just don't. I don't give a crap about their pronouns. Not that I, I that I have anything against people who want to live as the opposite gender. Again, I don't care. Live as a freaking rabbit if you want to. I don't care. Live as a Snickers bar. doesn't make any difference to me. However you want to live your life, live your life that way. All right? I've known a few people who live as the opposite gender, okay? But, you know, it it ain't like being straight or gay where you don't really have much of a choice in the situation. You know what I mean? You're either straight or gay. Chris, you're either straight or gay. Okay, You're not choosing either one, man. All right? I I didn't choose to be straight any more than a gay person chose to be gay. Okay, that's my base opinion there. All right? But there are a lot of gay people who aren't really gay. They're just being freaking trendy. Okay? And the trans thing is just off the rails right now. It's cabaret. It's a choice. All right? Leave the kids out of it. Well, just look at how many choices there are. Oh, God. How many labels are there? People that don't want to be put in a box, they sure like checking off the boxes, don't they? What the hell is Debbie Lovato at this point? You know, I'm trans, fluid, uh, queer, uh, uh, non-binary, you know, with uh, a side of butterscotch. I don't know. She's Demi Demi. You know, she's Demi with a big butt. That's what she is, and a short haircut. That's it. I'm so sick of this trans thing, man. Nobody gave a crap about the trans thing until Bruce Jenner got boobs, and you know it. And so this chick, this huffy bike rider, <laughs> this trans chick on a huffy bike, all right, wants to win a freaking medal riding into Tokyo on the American uh, on the American dollar, you know, and on the American team, so she could burn the American flag for all the trans children that Donald Trump just ruined and destroyed and harmed and hurt and hurt. By virtue of the fact that you're saying trans children. You're the one who's hurting kids. Where am I? What the hell? I hate everything. Here's Heather. Heather, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Oh my God, I'm with you. I hate everything today, first of all. Today <laughs> Excellent. Today's like another Monday. Rock on, man. <laughs> and I don't get the trans thing. My daughter, um, you know, with this crazy pandemic year, she only had seven weeks on campus. Um, she was in a pod with 12 people. Two of them are supposedly trans and like five of them are bisexual. And I was like, that's not, that doesn't happen. That's not normal. That is, that's statistically. Right. But don't you think there's a lot of people who are claiming to be trans and they're not really, they're just trying to be special. (laughs) I do. I do. And, And the bi thing too. So my husband was military. We lived overseas and it was known in the high school that if the girls couldn't find boyfriends, they became supposed lesbians. It just doesn't work that way. <laughs> no, I, I told my daughter. I said, I said they're just to me. They're just horny. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on the. Well, it's too late now. Well, but see, that's the thing. That's why all these people are suddenly, you know, appearing and, oh, I just discovered I'm trans. I just discovered I'm non-binary. And, you know, they're just trying to be trendy and special and cool. Now, the people, and I don't care. I don't give a crap if they want to live that way or not. All right. But when you start saying my kid is trans at the age of freaking five, all right, at the age yeah. of five, they're little nose pickers is what they are, all right? They're, they're not trans anything. <laughs> it's just mommy wants to feel like she's important. You know what I mean? So anyway. All right. I hate everything, too, Heather. Thanks for calling. Good <laughs> talking to you. Yeah. Bye. Bye. God bless you. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. And now on FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is my show. The phone lines are open. 210-599-5959. What, did I do it wrong? You know why? Because I was thinking about it. Are you messing with me, Chris? 210-599-5555.
said 59.59. You don't, because I was doing the creepy voice. And see, doing the call number is kind of like a centipede, right? If, if a centipede, because they got a hundred legs, right? So if a centipede, what do you mean they don't? They have a hundred legs. A centipede has a hundred legs. Don Morgan, doesn't a centipede have a hundred legs, or is that a millipede? Which pede is it? <laughs> I've never been close enough to count. A centipede has a hundred legs. That's why it's called a centipede. Chris is disagreeing with me. I'm saying there's an old thing in philosophy 101 class where they used to say, you know, if a centipede thinks about how it walks, it suddenly can't walk. You know what I mean? Right. It's kind of the same thing with me and the phone number. If, I, if I'm trying to think about it, I screw it up, even though I've been doing it for 10 years. Right. And I was just doing my creepy voice for no apparent reason. See, when you gave the phone number that you gave out at the top of the segment, I thought maybe you were opening up your own phone service no i just thought about it and i screwed it up call a creep or something like that (laughs) call a creep (laughs) hi i'm sean for call a creep you want to talk to a creepy guy call me up um (laughs) we got creepy guys around the clock waiting to take your call (laughs) call 1-800 call a creep um (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where the hell that came from. (laughs) I have no idea. That's not quite what I had in mind. I I have no idea where that came from. (laughs) Yes, you do. We have creeps around the clock. They want to talk to you and ask you what you're wearing. Um, (laughs) Call 1-800-JOE-BIDEN. For real. (laughs) (laughs) This has absolutely nothing to do with what I was going to talk about right now. It's not a secret. (laughs) Call away, Andrew Joe Biden. (laughs) Do you want to buy some art? You want to buy some art? I know a guy. Hunter Hunter Biden. Call this one passed out in the bathtub. I call this one crack pipe, crack pipe at dawn. Um, <laughs> this one's called crack pipe with irises. Um, crack pipe, crack pipe victory. <laughs> <laughs> holding it up. This over. one's called crows over crack pipe. <laughs> <laughs> it cost you two million dollars. I'm Hunter Biden. Um. What the hell? I was going to talk about chicken, man. You know, it's good to talk about chicken. You mean chicken? I mean chicken. Do you prefer breasts or thighs? Because I know a place that only sells thighs. Thighs. No, I heard Riccardi talking about it last night. I actually sent him a note because wings stop because there's a chicken wing shortage, right? <laughs> There's a chicken wing shortage, and so Wing Stop is opening up Thigh Stop. Right? Have you heard about that? What? That's what it's called. It's called Thigh Stop. All right? It's the other going to sell thighs. And I cracked up because I was listening to Ricardi. He's like, well, you know, I guess I'm a thigh stop guy. Or he said I'm a thigh guy or something like that, you know, and it just cracked me up. It was funny as hell, you know. And so I, I just, I wanted uh, thigh stop, you know, it, it, it's only virtual. Right. There's not going to be a brick and mortar thigh stop. But when I first heard it, I thought it sounded like a gym or something, you know, or like a diet plan. <laughs> Suzanne Summers for thigh stop. <laughs> Are your thighs wider than Austin Highway? You need to go with thigh stop. You know what I mean? That's what it sounded like to me. Uh, this whole break is screwed. Uh, it's just now about the creepy voice. So do you want to order some thigh stop, some thigh, some thigh stop? Give us a call and tell us if you like thigh stop. What kind of sauce do you want? What kind of sauce do you want? <laughs> Do you want the honey barbecue or the salsa? Sticky. How about the picante? God. What in the hell? 210. 
Sense, but God, it's funny. I don't even know why. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Um, news Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I, you know, I really don't know how I stay employed here for 10 years doing this bizarre crap. And this weird crap every single day. Oh, I broke a nail. Um, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Um, well, he, he, uh, let, let's talk about this for a second. This is an actual news story uh, from the Washington Post. They they have a series of videos and podcasts that they uh, uh, you know put online in conjunction with the the newsprint or whatever. And uh, they have a podcast series called "The New Normal." Uh, little five minute segments. And uh, one has gotten the attention of some folks because it deals with, uh, you know, white supremacy, white guilt. Uh, The title of the one that uh, got people talking is, What is White Racial Identity and Why Is It Important? And they got a a, a panel of mental health experts, which is their first mistake. Because you know what? Most mental health professionals are crazy. I'm serious, man. Crazy people. Uh, a panel of mental health uh, experts. Yeah, because I, yes, I have encountered a few over the years. Uh, and scholars, uh, they're discussing the quote, understanding your whiteness and the ways that white supremacy benefit you. One of the ways uh, they, uh, that uh, uh, trauma specialist Resma Menachem. I have no idea if that's how you pronounce her name or not. Uh, that uh, uh, one of the ways to understand your whiteness is to uh, put together a white accountability group. Trey and I are going to do this. We're actually going to start a white accountability group. Uh, where she says, uh, stating, uh, "quote An anti-racist culture does not exist amongst white among white people. White people need to start getting together, specifically around race." Oh, it's a dude. I'm sorry. He also added, well, that matters these days, that white-only accountability groups could have to meet for a period of several years to end up with a community, quote, aligned with each other. (laughs) Uh, Fellow trauma, what the hell is a trauma specialist? So what, if you get, like, offended or triggered by something and they call this person? Fellow, fellow trauma specialist, specialist Ilsa Kennedy, Ilsa Kennedy, said that white people needed, quote, a period of deep shame. <laughs> Jesus. Periods of deep shame for being white and for acknowledging the harm that our ancestors have caused. So white people need to, this, this is what they're saying. White people need to get together in groups and sit around and talk about how freaking ashamed they are. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I suck. Don't you suck? Yeah, I suck, too. Boy, we suck, don't we? We're so, we suck so bad. We're white people, and we suck. And, and these are serious people, Chris. The, the, this is what they actually believe. White accountability groups where you call each other out and hold each other accountable on your stinking whiteness. So if I decide to give in and just give up, do I wave the white flag? <laughs> That's so racist. Well, can, sure, if you want to show it, off your privilege with your white well, how flag. Can that, how can that be privilege if waving the white flag means to give up? It's, because it's logical and doesn't make it, this doesn't make any sense. So if it's these are experts, man. These are people with college degrees. Professor and psychologist Rebecca Toporek, who is also probably nuts, agreed with the idea, claiming accountability groups are, quote, really helpful in terms of having a place to, prog- to process, having a group of people whose responsibility it is to call me on things or to challenge me. To so what, arm wrestling? 
Oh, God, I'm sick of it all. I don't have time for George, do I? Uh, George, can you if you can hang on during the news, I'll, I'll talk to you when we get back. How do you feel about white accountability groups where honky crackers get together and talk about how stinking guilty they are to process their deep shame? Does that sound like fun to you? Who's bringing punch and cookies? We'll talk about it. Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Yes, the former president remains a threat because the conspiracy theories will still be used um, to, to move forward and his agenda, and people will believe it. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. That was Fake Noten, the former FBI guy. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is a ridiculous show today. Uh, so we were talking uh, before the break there about a, a video series, a podcast series put out by the Washington Post with a bunch of trauma experts and me- mental health professionals who tend to be, you know, cuckoo. Um, <laughs> well, I'm just saying every mental health professional I've ever met was more screwed up than I am. That's all I'm saying. Uh, and the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. 210, no, not going to do it. Um, and the series is called The New Normal, and they're five-minute segments, and these trauma specialists and mental health professionals are advising honky crackers like you and I, Caucasians, to, uh, you know, uh, form, uh, what did I say, Chris, white accountability groups where we can call each other out and hold each other accountable for our stinking whiteness and that, uh, you know, they also advise that white folks, honky crackers, like you and me, or maybe, I don't know if you are or not, uh, that we need, we require periods of deep shame about being white, uh, and that we have to acknowledge all the horrible stuff that our ancestors did. Didn't we do that with ABBA? <laughs> ABBA, <laughs> ABBA is a white accountability group. <laughs> you can't get much more whiter than whiter than Swedish people. Let me tell you, something. I'm Norwegian. Okay, I'm I'm not quite as white as Swedish people. Swedish people are extraordinarily white. I'm just a notch less white than your average Swede. You know, you can always tell a Swede, but you can't tell him much. That's what my mom used to say. Ufta. Uh, so you know, we have to have white account- accountability groups where we can experience deep shame about our whiteness. And and I'm just, you know, if you said any of this crap about any other group of people, oh, holy God, you would be the biggest stinking racist on the face of the planet. But it's okay, because the honky's got it coming. You know, I mean, that's really what it is. A handful of decades after the assassination of Martin Luther King, who kept talking about that pesky content of character stuff, And that equality stuff gave his life for that stuff. Here we are, man. It's all about skin color. Skin stinking color, you know, determines every stinking thing in this country right now. But I I just, uh, people who have, you know, their sheepskins hanging on the wall and uh, they got their PhDs. And they think they're so stinking smart. You know, they, they sit around and think of this crap, and this crap makes sense to them. It makes sense. So how do you, how do you, what do you do in a white accountability group? You know, you got a bunch of crackers there, you know. I mean, do you, do you have like a potluck? Do you, like, do, do people bring like mac salad and asparagus? When you talk about the crackers, that's not the snacks, right? No, I mean white folks, honkies, Caucasians. Yeah, I mean, what do you do? Sit around and play Parcheesi? I mean, I don't know what, what, how do you experience a period of deep shame? Now, I have experienced periods of deep shame, primarily after the 80s, because, man, I went to some parties. But, uh, you know, just to sit around and 
feel ashamed because of your skin color? Not to mention the whole idea of critical race theory is crap history to begin with, okay? Uh, Every society on the face of the stinking earth at that point, uh, of whatever year they, they talk about, 16, 1700, whatever the hell it was, had slavery. Slavery was a global phenomenon on planet Earth with the human race for most of our existence on planet Earth. Up until modern times, essentially, we've all, the human, human beings have always enslaved each other. Okay, it wasn't just white people that, that you know, white people just didn't, you know, hop on a, in a, a, a frigate and, you know, go on down to Africa and start picking people up. It's like this Alamo crap, you know, that, oh, you know, white, they, they, they were racist too, and, you know, the, the Alamo was really about, they didn't want to give up their slaves. And when the Mexicans got too close, they, they started running. You know, it's white people got to suck all the time. And you need to suck and feel guilty because of what white people have done if you're white. And, it, and I'm, it's so pathetic and shrill, and I'm tired of it, man. I, I got plenty of stuff to feel guilty about. Being white ain't one of them. <laughs> Again, the, the aforementioned 80s. Ah, the 90s, too. They did some shameful crap in the early double O's as well. But I never enslaved anyone. And, and the thing is, and this is what I say all the time, if you really, I've been enslaved in a couple of relationships. <laughs> some high-maintenance broads. Um, if you care about slavery, it's going on now. In fact, if you, you can look this up, Statistically speaking, we have more people living in active slavery on planet Earth right here, right now, in the year 2021 on planet Earth. If you really gave a crap about slavery, you'd do something about that. Here's George. George, you're on Newstalk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Well, I think and the only thing i got to be ashamed about is the fact that I've listened to this horse crap for since the 70s, and I'm full of it. I'm sick of this nonsense. Rock on, man. They can all go straight to hell as far as I'm concerned. Rock on, man. Thank you. He waited. Are you my Caucasian? <laughs> Are you my Caucasian? Is it BP? Here's BP. Love your gas. Hey, what's going on? Hey, so I just had a comment. Sure. Um, okay. Short-time listener. Uh, just letting you know, I've just started listening. But, cool. Um, yeah, so I think um, so. I'm 36. Right. I am um, partly white. I live in a very um, whitewashed community. Whitewashed? What do you mean? Um, the majority is white. There are not many um, African American or Hispanic people. So. In the um, yeah. Recently, they put. We have a newsletter. They put in the newsletter, um, you know, you could vote. Do you want to remove the term, you know, servant quarters, blah, 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 mm-hmm. from part of it? Yeah, they just asked all these things, like, do you want to take this out and this out? Because it's, I guess they are trying to be sensitive to certain groups. Right. I also think that in these white accountability groups, I'm sure they're saying things like, oh, you just said uh, master bedroom. You can't say that. Ew, right. Trying to do better. Um, there's a podcast from Zach Shepard called Armchair Expert. He goes off on a tangent saying, I was sitting in Hollywood, at, you know, where they're the worst. And people <laughs> got on him for saying, oh, master bedroom. And he goes, no, no, no. He looked it up and he's like, that goes back to like the 1800s England. Like you can't, you know, it's like we can't say anything anymore. Well, it's, 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 I'll tell you what it is. It's a way of, in a sense, creating racism that's not there. All right, because there is there are it's there there's racism in America. I always say, but it's geographic. It depends on where you are, uh, as far as racism actually real world. This when when you make white people inherently racist, and it really there's nothing a white person can say. Anything you or I say, or you're partially white. You said, you know, I'm 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 Norwegian, so I'm pretty damn white. You know, anything we say can then be chalked up to, sorry, chalked up to, 
my white privilege or I'm being defensive. These are the people that say if you claim you're not a racist, it means you are. You know, and so it's kind of a no-win situation. You ever hear that question that people will ask, like, do you still beat your wife? You know, there's, there's really no way out of that. There's no great, there's no good answer to that question. Because if you say no, it means you used to beat your wife. If you say yeah, it means you beat your wife. It's kind of the same thing with white privilege and inherent white guilt. And, and the, the fact that the people that put this stuff out there in and of themselves don't see it as being racist is, uh, is astounding to me. Cause you're right. It's extraordinarily racist. And there's going to come a point where no, depending on your skin color, you're not going to be able to say anything. And, and we just have to keep saying whatever the hell we want to say. You know? Yeah, well, and the whole Asian hate thing, too. Like, I've had people that tell me they go to Japan and they're kicked out of the bar for being American, and there's nothing you can do about it. Right. You know, they don't go to their movie studios and say, I demand more white people be in your films. But, you know, here, it's like you have to, the diversity and inclusion, and it's right. insane. Well, it, it is. It's a form of insanity. It's also po- deeply political. And uh, 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 and annoying, frankly. <laughs> well, I, so you like the show? You, you just start listening, huh? I do, yeah. And you know, most of my friends are uh, very liberal, and so my wow. Instagram feed is just over and over and over seeing, you know, like I don't know, yeah, just making me feel really guilty and bad and ashamed. And I'm like, for what? I didn't do anything. I was born on this soil. I was born that. There's nothing I can do about it. Just like you can't do anything about what you were born into. But. Right. Yeah. So, well, you just keep rocking and rolling, BB, and being yourself. And don't worry about them. I grew, I grew up in Maryland, so you know, a lot, a lot of my oldest friends are, are liberal pukes, as I call them. And, you know, I just don't talk politics with them. But you, you just right. keep on being you, all right? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you. And keep on listening. We like people who listen to this show. We like people who... I'm sorry. Sorry. 210-599-5555. Who should I talk to next, Chris? Anybody interesting? Anybody hate me? Is there anybody that hates my guts? Because if you hate my guts, you know you go to the top of the list, right? Who? Flo? Flo! How you doing, Hello. Flo? Hey, how's it going? Okay. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm listening to your your uh, uh, program this morning, and I think those people are full of uh, you know? Hey, thank you. I'm glad we went with it. <laughs> Never mind. Don't go to flow. <laughs> don't go to flow. Because <laughs> she letting the profanity flow on the show. So now I got to go. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Trey Ware, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA at FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. Hi, how are you? Been a very strange show so far. We're talking about white accountability groups and white guilt. Should white people just sit around feeling shameful? In their white accountability groups, that's what the Washington Post wants you to do, wants you to do. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We got a bunch of folks here who want to talk. Let's go to Stephen. Stephen, you're on News Talk five fifty KTSA. What are you thinking? Well, Sean, uh, before I get to my subject, I just want to ask you a question. Do you sure. beat your wife? Do I? Do I what? Do you do you beat your wife? I am not going to answer that question because there's no way to answer that question, Mr. Man. I know. It's called a loaded question. Yep, yep. Okay, listen. Uh, two weeks ago, I called in about Ben Franklin and a quote he made, but this one, I got another one for you. It's a, it's a child's rhyme. We all know. And uh, for uh, decades, well, actually since 2008 when Obama got elected, uh, I changed that around. Uh, it's sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Well, for the Democrats and the woke generation, it's sticks and stones will break my bones, and words will always hurt me. Well, they really are. You know, I mean, it's amazing how people embrace the idea that if you use the wrong pronoun, they suffer some kind of injury. You know, if you utter out loud a, a certain opinion, you somehow cause injury to people. You know, and it's it's such a bunch of crap because you're right. Words only have as much power as we give them, okay? And I, as a writer, I, I know that I understand that that idea. 
Uh, words yep. only have as much power as we give them. Now, a word it's in and of itself cannot do anything to you unless you allow it to. That's right. Uh, but you know, uh, the reason why these folks can get away with it is because we have a mass media that is allowing it. Well, and they're they're in they're in partnership with them in a sense. You know, yeah, they're their yeah, own they're they propaganda are. machine. You know, it's it's silly, and it's disturbing yeah. because American journalism is all but dead in this country. Oh, it is. It, it really is. It's gone. It's it's opinion now. Yep. Hey, man, I appreciate the call, Stephen. Thank you so much, sir. Yeah. yeah see you later. Bye. Yep. Bye. Bye. Rock and roll. Let's go to Esteban. Esteban, how you doing? All right. The only white people I hate as a Latino are the woke white people. <laughs> and the sanctimonious, uh, everything's racist, oh, we need to apologize for our past. Those are the white people that make me shout, Viva Santa Ana. <laughs> well, you know, so it, the, <laughs> the it, thing is, the thing is, uh, and I, we both encountered these folks. It, where, where I grew up, you meet a lot of these folks who are liberal white folks who think they know everything about the black experience, the gay experience, the Hispanic experience, the female experience. They know more about this stuff than anybody else, and yet they absolutely don't. <laughs> They're completely full of crap. It's funny. I've, there are several Mexican immigrants that live in this neighborhood, even though it used to be white nine. <laughs> and they point out so many historical facts that these woke crowd do not understand, and yes, I'm half and half. And as far as what my white side went through in World War II, mm. what my aunt, my uncle, my grandparents went through in World War II, that ain't privilege. Right. Walking past a pile of dead bodies in the snow four months going to school or getting shot is not a privileged position. No, no, but sure and isn't. So, and so it's, you know, we have, and so really the idea of white, as an overall concept is absurd, and frankly, it'd be really arrogant on my Hispanic side to hold what somebody's grand grandparent, right, right, parent did against them. You know? Well, and it's it's, it's move on. It, well, in a sense, though, it is a a pure ego stroke. It's you know, if you're a, if you're a Caucasian who is woke, it's like, look how smart I am. I know how bad white people are, and I'm white. You know, it's such a load of crap. It really is. Ugh. You, know, to... you, you, you got advertisers who happen to be white, who frankly I consider like family. Right. And they're intelligent. They're smart, and they don't do this humble boasting. They're someone who I trust vital right. parts of my body to. Right. And so it's. The whole thing is crazy, and as far as a disabled individual goes, I'm I'm disabled. I look at a group of Christian evangelicals, Anglo-Saxons, who treat me with incredible dignity, incredible wisdom, 20 years ahead of the of right. the research. Right. Esteban, thank you so much, man. I appreciate the call as usual. Thank you. Um, yeah, you know, those are the most annoying people, aren't they? White liberals who... Remember what? Who is it? When? When? Remember when? Uh, Caitlyn Jenner, who is a dude, sorry, started coming out. I mean, he walked it back because he got too much crap for it. But uh, Caitlyn Jenner, who you know, Bruce, Bruce Lynn, whatever, was coming out in favor of you know, women uh, shouldn't have to compete against dudes because the dude claims to be a woman. And, man, the woke crowd turned on him. And suddenly a whole bunch of straight Caucasian liberals knew more about being transgender than Caitlyn Jenner did. And, and a lot of it is just, look, it's, it's an ego thing. Look, I'm so not racist. I'm so not racist. I know how voter ID laws are racist. And yet, the whole idea that a black person can't come up with a photo ID is incredibly racist. I'm sick of it all. I hate everything. Two one zero. I hate everything. These are such stupid times, man. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. But like uh, uh, Pompeo says, man, we gotta you gotta you gotta hold the line of truth. You gotta hold the line of truth, man. We can't let go of the truth. Because uh, the woke crowd, you know, they, they want to determine truth for you and me. They want to determine reality for you and me. And that ain't happening, man. It just ain't happening. 
Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let's see. Let's take one more call. Here's Ray. Ray, how you doing? Uh, good morning. Uh, hey, uh, you you need to quit drinking the Haterade. The uh, Haterade. Yes. <laughs> Haterade. <laughs> That's funny as hell. What's going on, man? <laughs> oh, not much. Just I've uh, been hearing all this BS for the past. Uh, what is it, three or four years, the right. crowd, the Antifa crowd, the BLM crowd. Mm. And I want to ask them, uh, why don't why don't the black people look at their ancestors who were the original uh, slave traders who sold them to the Arabs and then sold them to the white people and sold everybody? How come they're not ashamed? Why are they making the white people be ashamed? Well, because you know? you're right. If you want to be historically accurate... If if I'm supposed to, you know, feel somehow multi or intergener or I guess cross generational guilt for what white slavists did back in the day, if you were a descendant of African slave traffickers exactly. who sold other tribes uh, uh, to to the slavists to of, of America, shouldn't came. you feel guilty about that too, exactly. or to whoever? Right, right. Yeah, their ancestors were the original slaveholders. And according, uh, I've read some history that the first slave owner here in the United States was a black man from Haiti. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. You know? <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate the call. Let's, uh, can I take one more? Uh, Dr. Michael Roman. How you doing, man? I'm all right. Hey. So I had a call on one of those crazy mental health professionals. Uh-oh. Well, here's the thing. I keep seeing I dragons. Well, you shouldn't. I don't fundamentally disagree with you. Okay. <laughs> I was born born and raised in Chicago. Right. I was uh, a Democrat, because you have to be. <laughs> so my dad couldn't get a job, and we had a Republican governor. Mm. And I went through all of graduate school being largely abused. And I don't really? think that word the way it gets used today by everybody else who was a Democrat and just thought it was crazy that you'd be a conservative. Wow. But the thing that I wanted to say and the reason I called, well, one, don't overgeneralize. There are a lot of us, I promise you. I, I know. Such, the stuff you're talking about is not treatment. We are in the business of treatment. We are highly trained. We do badass stuff. And the simple reality is that these people who are spewing this stuff are talking mm. about theory. You know, it's all about respecting the person. That's great. But anybody who's doing that stuff is really not doing their job. It really is about treating a condition right. that requires treatment. So, FYI. Thank you. No, no. I'm, actually, I may look you up because <laughs> I'm, I'm miserable. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550. KTSA. <laughs> we was all chair dancing. Had to wait for it to kick in. News Talk 550 KTSA. What am I seeing here, Chris? Carl, is it Nasib? 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 Anybody know? I don't know. The first active NFL player to be openly gay. He's a gay football player. We got a football player now who's gay. How does that make you feel? He's a gay dude, and he plays football for the NFL. He's gay, 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 gay. And he's an F He's a football player for the NFL. And now everybody knows that he's gay. How does that make you feel? How's that going to work in the huddle? Who cares, man? You know, I don't give a crap. Here's the thing. It doesn't really matter because he plays for the Raiders, for crying out loud. <laughs> what, do they suck? Are they yeah, no good? they are terrible. The Raiders got a gay football player. He's so gay. Probably be the only reason know. anybody wants to go see a game. <laughs> It'd be terrible. I'm so sick of everything. I'm just like, who cares? I can tell. You need a vacation? Is that I, I am going on vacation in a couple of weeks. Yeah. My daughter is coming down. I haven't seen her. I haven't seen her in two years. Right. With the pandemic BS. And so uh, I'm taking a week off. Uh, Trey's gonna, then Trey's going out to Sturgis in August, so I'm going to be covering for him. So I think I'm just kind of slowly getting, you know, just really looking for. I, I need a vacation. I'm right. I'm about to snap. I'm I'm 
I'm a talk show host on the edge. <laughs> you said slowly like you have another speed. <laughs> <laughs> I am a slow-moving mammal, aren't I? <laughs> anyway, this NFL player is gay! <laughs> I just don't care, man. Who cares? I don't care. Why do we care? Why does anybody care? It, it doesn't really matter in the and at the end of the day, really. No. Because can he the throw Raiders, the football? The Raiders man. are still going to be terrible. They're still going to be terrible. Maybe he's not really gay. They're just trying to, like, hey, we need one. We, nobody's watching our games. Can one of you be gay? You know, no, you don't have to really be gay. Just be gay or trans or something. Jesus, help us. Help us get some viewers. Somebody. I need somebody on this team to be gay. <laughs> <laughs> Preferably gay and trans, just something, man. Nobody's watching us play. We need boxes checked. We need boxes checked. I need, I need a gay guy. I need a trans guy. I need somebody who identifies as a gay trans guy. Come on, teamwork. Here's uh, David. Uh, David, how do you feel about the NFL's first gay player? He's gay. Man, it really doesn't make it. It doesn't make a difference to me. I guess that he just wants to make a name for himself and wanted to point out to the other tight ends on the team that he's out there ready to. Oh play. God! Okay, thank you very much. God. Oh God! I I don't know enough about sports. You can't blame me. I don't know. What, I don't even know what that is. Tight end thing. He's gay. You know that will upset some people, though. You know what I mean. He's what? <laughs> Ain't no gay dudes playing football. Not in my damn America. <laughs> You're listening to a talk show host who's got black nail polish on. But I'm not gay. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> ah, damn, damn! What's next? You're gonna have a, you're gonna have like a gay golfer and gay baseball players and gay hockey players. All world's turning gay. You know, I'm just, I just don't you get sick. I just get gayed out. You know what I mean? I, I just, I get sick of talking about gay people and trans people. You know, with the woke crowd, and I and I supported gay marriage. I, I'm like the one, I'm the back alley preacher. If you need a gay, you know, you want to get married, I'll officiate a gay wedding. I, I got no problem with it. I just get sick of hearing about them, that's all. Everything's gay these days, you know? Everything. Don's just looking at me like I'm losing my mind. Well, it's the same look I've had for the last eight years. <laughs> 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 but today, for some reason, it's particularly disturbing. <laughs> I'm a talk show host on the edge, baby. You know, I'm just... Uh, is, is the NFL going to get woke now? Are they going to let guys start playing, like, cocktail dresses and stuff? Like the military? First the gays got to the military, now they're going to get... They're going to take football from us. What next? <laughs> Here's Jason. Hi, Jason. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Sean. What's going on? Jason. Hey, hey Jason. Yeah, hey. The hey. The only reason this dude's saying this is when they cut him and he doesn't make the team, he can cry discrimination. Well, that's probably, I don't know, a lot of people do that sort of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, he ain't the first gay. There's been a bunch of gay dudes out there playing. Bunch of gay dudes out there playing football. Bunch of yeah, yeah. gay that's people playing football. All right, thanks for the call. Well, yeah, it's not like he's the first gay guy to play football, man. I'm sure there's been the odd gay guy playing football at some point or another, you know what I mean? First active. Well, I mean, why does it? Why do we even have to know? That's what I get sick of. I, I, I tell you this. Oh, i got to take a break, don't I? I tell you this story all the time that, you know, I have gay friends. And uh, I asked one of my friends years ago, what do you want? From society. He says, I don't want to have to talk about it. I don't want it to be a part of the conversation. 
You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want to feel like I have to start every conversation with, I'm gay. You know, I just want to be a person in the world. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hey, this is David Van Camp, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Hey, it's Sean, News Talk 550 KTSA. Breaking news, the guy who plays for the Raiders is gay. You gay. 210-599-5550. Who cares, man? Who cares? Lubies is still hanging on, man. That's be- that's bigger news to me. And if you got Fiesta going on, man. My wife's favorite thing about, you know, my wife, because I'm always kind of curious as to what your favorite Fiesta food is. Because mine's frog legs. Well, I like frog legs and I like corn in the cup, man. Is that what they call it, Chris? Corn in the cup? Cup of corn? If I give me some frog legs and some corn in the cup, man, I'm happy. My wife likes chicken on a stick. That's her big thing. Chicken on a stick with the jalapeno on top there. Anticuchos. You like what? Anticuchos. Anticuchos. What is this? Anticuchos. It's the beef on a stick. The beef on a stick. The kebabs. The kebabs. Ah. You know, that's much more fun than, you know, NFL guy's gay. This guy playing football and he's gay. It's the end of the world. Hut one, hut two. What? Hey. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's but, you know, I don't really give a crap that the guy's gay. I don't care about football. But you know, if, if somebody said first gay, openly gay baseball player, I wouldn't care. It's like, can he hit? Can he run? I'm sure there are people who will be upset. You know, like he's there's no gay dudes in football. But I think the most people aren't going to care, man. They're just not going to care. Two one zero five nine nine. We got a few minutes here. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. But that, these are the times in which we live. Again, and Chris, this is a Chris Glasgow idea, and and he's, it's brilliant. It's spot on. That the people who can't shut up about don't put me in a box, don't you label me. But then you know they got to check off every single stinking box that they're that they're in. You know what I mean? Don't you label me because I'm a non-binary, queer, trans-dressing, uh, 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 intersectional, uh, intersectional blah, 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 with chronic ass depression, and and I and OCD, and OCD, and OCD. You know, and then they check off every stinking box. You know what I mean? The people that don't want to be labeled just can't. The people who don't want to be labeled demand their own pronouns. You want to run that by me again, man? Is Mr. Football Player going to re- re- require a damn pronoun? I'm an individual, so I should be treated like everyone else. <laughs> Remember that great scene from uh, Monty Python's Life of Brian? Where, you know, and they basically, the, if you haven't seen it, the premise is that, you know, one of the Monty Python guys is mistaken for Jesus. He's not Jesus, but they mistake him for being Jesus. And uh, this great throng of people is outside, you know, his home. And, and he goes out there, and everything he says, the crowd repeats, right, Chris? I want you all to think for yourselves. We must think for ourselves. No, 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 you're, you must think we'll be individuals. We must be individuals. Then one guy goes, I'm not. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> you know, it's kind of what it's like nowadays. You know, I mean, everybody, nobody wants any, nobody wants to be labeled. Nobody wants to be categorized. Yet they all want to be labeled. And they all want to be categorized. In fact, they want more categories. You know, I mean, oh my God, how many, Demi Lovato, how many boxes is she in now at this point? You know what I mean? Is she even female anymore? Is she human? Don't label me, you cis ginger. <laughs> right. I never understood that. They don't want to be labeled, but they feel fine labeling my ass. You know what I mean? I don't get it. Cisgender? That doesn't mean anything, man. What the hell does that mean? Uh, where are we? Here's Tony. Tony, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Tony. Hey, Sean, love the show. You guys are awesome. God bless you. Uh, really, thanks. 
Real quick, I, I agree. I couldn't care less. Can the guy block? Can, the, can he catch? Whatever. Right. That's important. But I, I really want to sit back and watch the reaction from the other players because this is about the most masculine group of guys that you'll find anywhere, NFL football players. And they're going to be honest about it. And it's just going to be, I don't know, uh, kind of interesting to hear their take on it to see if they've... Uh, See who's got a problem with it and who doesn't, right? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be kind of entertaining, right. I think. Well, we'll see, man. I appreciate the call, man. I gotta, I don't, I'm just low on time. Thank you. Tomorrow, another edition of Here's Cleto. Cleto Rodriguez will join us uh, at 10 a.m. Also, it is Cupcake Tuesday. I, I will be doing a video. I, I messed up last week, but t- today I'll have a, a c- cupcake-eating video a little later on that will be deeply disturbing. Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.